I'm ready. I'm recording. Also recording. I think we should sing the opening to today's episode like we're the whiffin' poops. Oh. Like, I feel like we should try to harmonize and sound all official. Um, I think that me trying to sound like the whiffin' poops is probably just how I sound all the time. You didn't know that? That's what I'm going for literally every oh, episode. Oh, is that it? Is that why yeah. you're, we never sing at the same time? Is yeah. You're trying to do like an echo? Okay. Yeah. That's it. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Well, well hey, everybody. Welcome to Winging It, the West Wing podcast. My name's Andrea. I'm not a whiff and poof. <laughs> I'm Sally. I am a whiff and poof. Oh, that's how it works. And we're going to talk today about the episode Holy Night. Yes. Yes, oh, we man. are. In depth. Golly. Yes. <laughs> this is an absolute rewatcher for me. Yeah. This is a great episode. Yay. Okay. I want to do like a Christmas themed West Wing song, but. Um, we could but add in Jingle we'll Bells behind it. You could add in like. You know, like a remix? Jingle, Jingle Bell effects? Jingle, Jingle Bell Wing? <laughs> yeah. Wingle Bells? <laughs> Gosh. Okay, let's sing. Maybe for Christmas, I should ask for us to sing it. Like, I think maybe as a present to our listeners on our final episode, whenever we get there, we should sing it for real. I, I, I don't think and they'll be blown away. Can't sing for real. Yes, you. Yes, you can. No, that's yes. not true. So that's the reason behind it. I, I just mean we'll pitch it down because it's it's kind of like the national anthem, anthem in that it kind of has a range going on there. You know yeah, it's what I'm saying? Intense. Okay, this episode not it not really intense, but intensely delightful. Yes, <laughs> I would say. You want to you want to give us a TikTok of what happens? I can oh, help. Oh man, uh, yeah, sure, I can do that. So uh, it's Christmas. It's almost Christmas at the White House. It's December twenty third, yeah. and yeah. which yeah. is wonderful. The Whip and Poofs are here singing Christmas carols. Also, <laughs> CJ, CJ likes it. <laughs> CJ likes it. Um, I like <laughs> it. It's fun. Um, I think all the girls are a little wooed, but we'll get there. Um, Toby's dad is here. Surprise. Yep. So Toby's not pleasantly surprised, but he's there. Uh, a pleasant surprise is that Danny is back in the yes. White House. Hooray. Mm-hmm. Yay, uh, another Danny. not pleasant surprise, though, is that he has lead on the Sharif story. <laughs> so My emotions not, are going not, up and yeah, down. Yeah, not so good. So that's happening. So that's sort of... Um, bubbling behind the scenes, President Bartlett almost tells Zoe about it, and Leo finds out Danny knows, and blah, blah, blah. So that's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of Zoe, Zoe has brought home her new boyfriend. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. And <laughs> he is there, and she wants him to spend Christmas there. At the same time, President Bartlett and Leo both are sort of on the warpath. President Bartlett wants to redo the federal budget, and Leo wants to get wants peace in the peace Middle, in the East, Middle as, East, as Josh would say. So Josh has to hold Donna back from a trip with Jack, so that's going on. Uh-huh. Will Bailey is here, and he is moving into Sam's office, and there's some 
hilarity that ensues from that. I feel like that's that kind of covers the big thing. And Stan, I mean Stanley's, Stanley's there back yeah. for a minute. Stanley for a here, little bit, which is fun. But yeah, that's uh, that's basically those are the big storylines. There's just a lot of little things. goodness going on, little nuggets of goodness happening. Yeah, it's so true. where to begin. I don't even know. Uh, Danny, let's you you like talking about Danny, so let's talk yes. about Danny and CJ. <laughs> yes, let's start with a happy note. Actually, I think all I have for this episode are happy notes, so that's great. Um, yeah, Danny is back, and he comes back in such a cute way. He's Santa Claus. My voice is going to okay. stay at this pitch like the whole time I talk about it. Okay, but what? First of all. It's seriously creepy for anyone to come up and kiss you on the mouth who is dressed as Santa Claus and has not yet identified who they are. I mean, I'm just saying it's not good life advice. (laughs) I'm not speaking from experience. A tiny bit of the creepiness. I could, I can kind of see that, but because we know it's Danny, I don't care. (laughs) I'm just saying that there's a lot of. There's a lot of affection for Danny that's like that's correcting all sorts of wrongs in that social situation. If there's like a dude who comes in and he's dressed as Santa Claus and he doesn't identify himself and then just kisses you on the mouth, it's a little creeptastic. But the only I thing agree. That would kind of love me Danny. about it is that even with the Santa mask on, they're like six inches from each other. I'm not buying that CJ doesn't recognize him. You know somebody's yeah. eyes. You know, I really think you do. So, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna pick at this scene because I just I love Danny and I'm so glad he's back and I love everything about everything I love all of it <laughs> and clearly CJ is overdue to see Danny or somebody who will give her that kind of attention because she's fawning yeah. over 20 year old whiffing poofs so yeah now she needs a little Christmas present you know what I'm <gasps> yes yes <laughs> but and where has Danny been all this time Bermuda I suppose yeah. I mean, they sort of give us the backstory in that, like, he talks about where he's been a little bit, but, like, they don't really, they don't give enough. No. But it it was just, for me, it was just all, it was just all delightful. Um, mm. I, I just, it was just so great. Um, and I think, so, so we see them, you know, greet each other and whatever, and then a few minutes later they're talking in CJ's office, and that's when he drops the bomb of the Sharif that he knows a guy. And it's so, I love so much about this scene. First of all, I love how it just sounds like he's telling a regular story. Yes. And then it turns into but this But the camera huge bomb. pushes in. Yeah. yeah. That it just sounds Ugh. like, oh, I know a guy who played cricket. Da, 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 da. Thought that was great storytelling. A plus plus. It was, yes. And then another tiny moment I loved is that he goes off camera. He sort of drops that bomb. And we're zooming in on CJ. He goes off camera. He's, you know, he and Carol are back and forth. He's, he's saying, I go where you go, Carol. You're where the story is, blah, blah, blah. Mm. And as they're sort of joking, we're watching this realization hit CJ. And I just loved the contrast of that. Uh, I thought that was really fun. They're, you know, joking around and CJ's realizing this huge thing. So I thought that was great. I love having Danny back. I, I just thought it was all, I thought it was all wonderful. Yeah, it was great because we get the the delightful feelings about, you know, CJ and Danny. But then we also get this, like, rising tension about the Sharif storyline. And it's it's understated yeah. because they can't say anything about it yet. So I, we get both sides of that. So the only problem with this storyline is that there's not enough Danny. But 
he comes back. So, uh, I just, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm team Danny all the way, man. I can't even pinpoint why, but I'm, I'm on board. So. Yeah. I really wish we could get him on here. He's like a hard one to find contact <sighs> info for, sadly. He's disappeared. I've tried. Yeah. Okay. He's so what else do you love? I love Charlie. Yes. I love all, all the things about Charlie. We love Charlie so much more than we hate, what's his name? Jean-Paul. Jean-Paul. Gosh. Yeah, that's his name. Um, that's Zoe, what are you doing, care. girl? What? Well, the thing I don't like about this, here's the thing I don't like about this, and I feel the same way about Richie, and I said this before. Well, this isn't the exact same, because obviously we don't have any like actual beef with Jean-Paul, but... So, because I said about Richie that he was a straw man and that he, whatever. I just sort of wish that they had made him, like, likable, a little bit likable and a little bit, like, just having the trope of, like, the boyfriend, the French boyfriend that you hate. Like, it just, because, here's my, here's my beef with it, is that, like, are we really supposed to believe that Zoe likes this guy? Like, we think so highly of Zoe. It makes me not like her. Yeah, I don't buy that she doesn't, like, see the cheesiness and the snobbiness. So, Mm -hmm. that's kind of a bummer. It would have been such an interesting storyline to have him be, like, a dynamic young guy. But we also didn't ever get an explanation of why she and Charlie really broke up. So, I guess, I don't know. I don't know. I really, I just don't get it, honestly. Yeah. So, I love what it brings out in Charlie. I love, Me too. you know, she and Charlie are, are bantering. He's She says, oh, you're the worst kind of snob. And he's like, um, I think there are snobs who are way worse. And she <laughs> says the thing about, I love him, so my father will love him. And Charlie's like, yeah, that's usually how it works. I just, <laughs> I like that Charlie is being, is being sort of snotty about it, because he should be, or I think he should be. Um, but at the same time, he's still being... He's not being unreasonable. I just enjoy it. Yeah. Delightful. I I just like it because we get more Charlie. Yeah. One thing I didn't enjoy, he has that line. Jean-Paul has that line. His name is Jean-Paul, right? I really just don't even. It's like in one year, not the other with me. It is Jean-Paul. Okay. Um, He has that line where he's like, sometimes she talks about you so much I want to kill her. Um, No, 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 no. Kill, Kill you. Uh, Are you sure? Yeah, because then Zoe says the feeling is uh, mutual or something, like that, um, as though she wanted to kill Charlie. I don't. That's not what I remember. But okay, well, I guess that's a little bit. Be- no, I still don't. I still don't. I don't think it's cool to like say "kill you" in conversation. Oh, it's definitely not cool. He's a total douche. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe that. It sounds like I'm reacting, but people don't. I I just don't. Oh, I'm gonna kill you, like. I don't know. I I just don't love it. Yeah, poor manners, dumb French dude. We don't like you. Yeah. But we like yeah. Charlie. <laughs> yes. We love Charlie. Oh, heavens. Okay. It's really, really fun. That, okay, let's talk about Will and Toby for a second. Okay. Because I, I know you're still on your, like, exploration of Will Bailey in this go-around. And yeah. I... I love, and you love when people meet the president, so I wanted to get your, your read on his meeting, because I love the whole scene where he just makes a total fool of himself yes. meeting the president. I love it. So, finally we meet. Hello. Want to come in? Oh, no, no, uh, no, no, no. Okay. Well, I sent some notes on the congressional section. Did you? Isn't that why you're here? Actually, I was just meeting Toby Ziegler. To see me? Yes. I thought it was about the notes on the congressional section. I'm pretty sure it is. Okay. Would you like to come back with Toby? I think so, sir, yes. 
Well, thanks for stopping by. Thank you, Mr. Justice. Mr. Bartlett. Mr. President, actually. I love it. I, that's all I can say, but I love it. I thought it was perfect. I've seen worse. Really? Well, no. I thought... I like that we have to build up to it, that he doesn't want to be in the building. He doesn't want to be in the office. He doesn't want to. He's very like, I can't do this. I'm not ready to do this. Yeah. I like that build up to it. And then the actual moment, the no, 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 no. And then later when the president is like, I think your words, I think you, I invited you in and you said, no, 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 no. Um, so I thought that was wonderful. Yeah. I, yeah. The whole I, mean, that's it. I thought it was great. It was very endearing. Yeah, I loved the very beginning when he's like waiting at, in the lobby of, of the West Wing. He's like, there's a holy line of demarcation and I can't cross yeah. it. And he's like, no, yeah. that's way, way beyond the holy line of demarcation, which right, I just right, think right. is a fun sentence to say, really. Yeah, and I thought it was really fun. I thought it was, I mean, it's because it's similar to, it reminds me of the Ainsley. Obviously, he wasn't dancing yeah. around, you know, whatever, but it's the same it's just fun when they are respect. Like, they're so respectful that they're terrified. Um, so yeah. I think that's I think that's enjoyable, for sure. What do you say on the congressional section? Never quite got there. No. Yeah, that's a harsh look in the mirror. That'll be with you the next time you try to make love to a real woman. I do. I think I need to add this to my list of comedic moments that I love from the show because <laughs> it's so wonderful. Yeah, and it definitely reminded me of Ainsley. Yeah, almost. I don't know which is better, really. It, they're both good. In I different think Ainsley's ways. is still better because it's just so out there. But because she almost pees in Leo's closet. But I love, I love Will's. Yeah. Um, oh, and man. and Will's getting some hazing from the speechwriting staff. Although I'm yeah. starting to wonder if maybe Toby's just the speechwriting staff because when don't he talks we get about more like of this eventually, I feel like I feel like we find out whether. It was or not. But I can't remember. I just thought there was more storyline to it than that. But now I'm questioning it. Well, the fact that they're putting their bikes in his office, because then they do bring up yeah, the point. Yeah, but I thought it go. I thought it did go further than that, and then we found out it was somebody. But I can't remember now, so ignore me. Maybe, I think it continues on into the next episode. Yeah, that's what I was feeling. So we'll, we'll probably find out. But... Uh, and then, yeah, Toby's dad is there as well. Yeah, which also we should talk about the time jump at the beginning of the episode. Yeah, the cold. Yeah, um, the flashback. How do you feel about it? Um, I don't, I don't really like, I only like flashbacks if it involves, like, our staffers at pretty much the same age just earlier. Yeah. Like, I don't really like childhood ones. Even in the two cathedrals or 18th and Potomac, I think, rather. <laughs> where Bartlett's younger. I just don't... It just feels like a completely different, like, a TV movie. It's yeah, not that it's I agree. done it poorly. Just, I'm just not yeah, connected it to it. I didn't hate it. It wasn't bad, but it did. It felt very out of... It, out of place, I guess, is the right... Is what I'm looking for. Like, I guess we needed to believe that Toby's dad was innocent and not an actual mobster guy. Yeah. Sort of, but... Was it that important? I like, I did like how it tied in. I liked at the end when he's like, oh, the whiff and poofs. I thought that was great. I, I, it made that moment more emotional having seen him. And and it did make him more endearing or we were a little more endeared to him. You know, we see him thinking about Toby at the very beginning, Tobias. But yeah, it still just felt a little out of place. I think it adds to the storyline in a cool way, but was it like worth it? I don't know. Yeah, and but I did like the scene with Josh and Toby because obviously that's a huge 
thing yeah. to be stepping on somebody's toes, yeah. especially when you're talking about family. And he's like, yeah, yeah, you know, I set an appointment, but it definitely brings up Josh's perspective, having lost his dad and and his yeah, sister. Yeah, I mean, like. yeah, he says that I would give anything to have a li- have a living father who was a felon. And then, I mean, and it's emotional when Toby then goes back in and they're arguing, and he's like, we don't have to do this all in one night. And mm. and he kind of realizes the father, real- Toby's dad, realizes what he's saying. Um, and then I see the whiff and poofs. Like it was all, it was all very well done. It was emotional without being too, you know, I don't know. It was emotional without being too much. And I, I just, yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought it was great. Then there's Josh and Donna. (laughs) Yeah. Not that this isn't the total reason that I I love this episode. It feels, it feels very well balanced. You know, we're starting to get some stakes that are raising. And then also just the way that they use music throughout the series, really. But yeah. in this episode with the Whiff and Poofs at the end singing Holy Night. Where did the Whiff and Poofs get their sweaters? Anyone, uh, the, does anyone know? The whiff, they were in their tuxes. The whiff, they were only supposed to be there at night. I think in the, the gift shop, probably. Oh, okay. Yep. In the White House gift shop, they got a Yale sweater? Yeah, you know, they probably, or, or maybe at the Yale gift shop, the school store. In, in is it <laughs> far, far away? Okay. They drove to the Yale gift shop in, isn't Yale in Connecticut? Am I being? It's not that far. What? They, they could have taken a Air Force One or a helicopter or a mega bus. Yeah. Not sure. But, uh, let's see. So Josh and Donna, so Josh is just being the dutiful civil servant that he is when Bartlett's like hey can you do this impossible thing two days before Christmas and then Leo's also asking for some pretty hard things to negotiate and I just loved how he's like yeah absolutely I'm here and I'm gonna do it and then of course we get the dialogue with Donna like it's not what it looks like and all of that mm-hmm. which I love I don't know what else to tell you you don't you don't think he's a little... I mean, yeah, civic duty, et cetera, et cetera. But he's definitely... He's not upset that he has to be stuck there with Donna. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know. And I love the whole, like, I'm going to get you drunk at the Hawk and Dove, and they're both excited about that. I mean, there's all sorts of wonderful undercurrents in this that yeah, I, I mean, appreciate. Because his very first... Obviously, the very first line he says is, um, it's not what it looks like. That just mm-hmm. makes me think, really, he was just waiting for someone to, like, give him an assignment. <laughs> yeah, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Which Donna, uh, of course, is not, not, I was about to say she's not innocent in that. That makes it sound bad. But she, she could have left a few times before and didn't, so. Exactly. She totally could have. sabotage going on there. You but know, it's Christmas, and they're working late, and it's snowing, and there's music. That it's yeah. been however many years now for yeah. heavens. But then Leo, he sent Donna away before that they, you know, could even say Merry Christmas or say goodnight or any yeah. of that. Which she could have said goodbye, but she didn't. She did not. No. She, She's I moving on with her think life. She shouldn't have. Yeah. I like. Go ahead, Donna. I think... Well, and to your point last week about um, this being the first time someone acknowledges it, which somebody did uh, tweeted us. I can't remember who now, but somebody tweeted us and said that, in fact, Joey does say something about it. You know, if I pull right. 100 Donnas. That's so that, right. 
had acknowledged it a little bit before. Um, but true for mm-hmm. someone to flat out ask like that. And then for Leo to be like, yes. was I not, he was pretty, he was pretty blatant about it. He's, he asked like, was I insensitive before telling you about Donna? Like he is very in tune. And then Josh is like, no, it's fine. It's fine. I'm fine. And da, 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 da. And Leo's like, oh, get it together. Would you? And Josh is like, I'm trying. <laughs> like very obviously yeah. flustered and yes, not I thrilled love. with what's going on. So it's a big Josh and Donna episode. I love that. I love how flustered Josh gets. Yeah. yeah this is, this is one of the better, better Josh and Donna episodes. It is. Well, and the the Leo and Josh moment I really loved because Leo Leo says the line, there are things that are, or it's four years later and there are things that are worse and there are things that are exactly the same. Where do you start? And Josh says, of course, by fixing a roof. And so they, they end up staying and, and making the calls. Um, but so I, I just enjoyed other. that. He, yeah, he was sort of like, well, Donna's gone. I don't have anywhere to go. So why not? It's. It's kind of, wasn't it a Christmas episode with Stanley last year where they have the guy falls down a hole? Or is that a couple seasons ago? Two, I think I it, was, know, it was season two. It was after yeah. Josh was shot, yeah. Yeah, but it was a Christmas episode that yes. I think had Stanley in it because it yes, was talking it about the, the music in the hallway. It was Noel. Yeah, that's right. Wasn't it was it? Noel. Sure. And, and yeah. again, Leo and Josh have each other. And I like that. Yeah. Would I like it if it were Josh and Donna more? I like yes. it. It is. It is. Yeah, it is also a little sad at the same time, but it is. Yeah. Because, Let's be workaholics yeah. together. <laughs> right. Because it's like, oh, you guys are sweet together, but like also, oh, like, you know, have have a family, have whatever. I don't know. So, that Get was it fun. together, guys. Yeah. Get it together. Also, we talk so much, just a totally random side note. We talk so much about how they're always there. They're there from six in the morning till 11 o'clock at night and da, 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 da. And they're always up early and they're always working on holidays and all this jazz. Um, it's December 23rd. It's not even Christmas Eve. Most that's of the country true. works on Christmas Eve. I just thought that was a little bit odd. Um, <laughs> which like they deserve Christmas, they deserve Christmas Eve off a hundred percent. But I just thought it was funny that like all this, you know, we get so much of them working all the time, and then uh, here they're bummed because they're staying late the night before Christmas Eve even is. So anyway, just a tiny thing that I was like, huh, all right, yeah, interesting. Maybe yeah. it's because they just basically don't get vacation time. Yeah, I mean that's got to be it. And and like I said, they obviously they deserve it. I'm like I'm not like oh man, how unfair that they don't have to work Christmas Eve. Like they're literally working all the time, so that's fine. I just thought it was interesting that they make it a point to say it's the 23rd. I think we should ask our political correspondent person that we have not utilized yet about the vacation time. Yeah. Because that is something I'm really intrigued by. I mean, I suppose if you had a friend who had, like, a wedding on a Friday and you could just miss one day and then be back in Washington the next day, maybe that would work. But as far as other real vacation time, I don't see that happening. Yeah. I don't know. So, Stanley. Stanley's back. Yes. Stanley's back. I was excited. We hear Stanley's, um, we hear Stanley's voice before we actually see Stanley. And I didn't mm-hmm. realize... That he was back in this episode because I was so sidetracked by Danny. But I was very excited. I love Stanley. I think Stanley's great. I know. All these great characters are back for the same episode. And we find out in Stanley and and President Bartlett's session that President Bartlett's been zoning out a little bit, which is not good, obviously, at all. 
They have mm-hmm. great they have great banter. I think I just love when anybody comes in and has a good banter back and forth. They're like almost everything they say is 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 funny. Um Stanley at one point's like, I did very well. They're talking about the SATs, and he's like, I did very well in math and science. I don't know why. And President Obama's like, we'll want to get to the bottom of that. Like, like yeah. analyzing Stanley. They're yeah, talking about talk why about the president retook the SATs, and he got 1590. I think that's totally mm-hmm. in line with the president's character, by the way. Yeah. He's like, you don't think the last 10% or, like, the you know, the things I got wrong were important? And Leo's like, nope. nope. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah, and he's dealing with the guilt of the assassination. Um, yeah. Yeah, also, can we just mention that there's, like, a roaring fire in this study where they're meeting, and then they both walk out of the room, and I'm sincerely hoping it's somebody's job to put out fires when people leave the room, because otherwise we're just talking about an accident waiting to happen. <laughs> well, they could have been. So I'm sure somebody will tend to it, yes. Like, whose job is that? Charlie's? I, I don't that's, know. That's got to sure be somebody. they have like a, not a maid, but like an attendant to do those kind of things. Yeah, maybe someone who's just assigned to that room. I did love that's just the coziness of really the whole episode. Everyone's kind of yeah. sitting around and whatever. But in that scene in particular, they have the fire going. It's snowing outside. You feel very like snuggled in to the White House. Yeah, I love watching Holy Night at Christmas time. It's the yeah. best. It is really, really great. Ooh, what what else, man? A uh, tiny thing that nothing really comes up yet, but Toby is at the deposition about Andy and the twins. Right. And he is not happy about it. <laughs> I love when they talk about how pregnant is she, and he's like, from what I understand, pregnancy is a binary state. You either are or you are not. Yeah. <laughs> so like good. That. Other tiny things. I like that I enjoy, we talked about Toby and Will, but I... Pretty much Toby and Will's relationship is that Will talks and Toby just ignores it and, like, does what he wants anyway. And I really – I think that's funny and I like that. Yep. Totally agree. I I love – that's the thing. Like, people get upset about Sam leaving and I, I agree with that. But I still feel like there are good things that happen in the wake of it. Kind of like life. Yeah. I think it's just hard. I think – I think it's hard because – because, not like they tried to replace Sam, but somebody comes in and fills his position exactly. And so it's impossible not to compare. Like, if they, I don't know, like, like for example, people have talked a lot about how the show changes after Aaron Sorkin leaves. And that's true. And season five struggles a little bit to find its footing. But then the later seasons do well because they almost change the show they like I mean they go out on the campaign trail and it's like a different feeling and that's like what works well for them is that they're not exactly trying to be the same West Wing that they were and I think that mm-hmm. would have worked well with the Sam leaving thing is that because it's going to be impossible to not invite comparisons to Sam and like people are always going to be reluctant you just couldn't have created a, a perfect character character to fit that spot if that makes sense so like I sort of feel like Will Bailey and Josh Molina were set up in a lose-lose situation, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. It's so weird, though, because I never compared them. I just kind of well, took it at that's... face value, like, this is a different character, and you can appreciate that, or you can Yeah, not, I mean, I that's, that's, yeah, that's true, but I, I, I think that some of the criticism comes from, because he's, he's not Sam at all. He's very, very different from Sam, and I think having lost a lot of the things that Sam brings to the table, it's just, I could see people being reluctant to 
totally enjoy Will's company. <laughs> well, I hope they enjoy it because this is this is the episode where Josh Molina joins the main cast. So yeah. he was a special guest star in the past four episodes, and this one he's a full-fledged member. So buckle up, guys. There's so much more to come. What else? Do you have anything yeah. else on this one? I mean, there's just so much good stuff. I mean, there's, there's so many good lines. There's so many good... I mean, when Toby tells Will about his dad, he says he made ladies' raincoats, and before that he worked for Murder Incorporated. It's a big... You Which, know, what a terrible deal. name. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Why does it feel, why do I always feel like when they talk about people working in, like, the mob, that they sell, like, ladies' raincoats? They never do something normal. Is that not normal? It always, it's, it sounds like a, no, it sounds like a mob job. Oh. A mob <laughs> job. I think it just sounds like an old job. Like, it sounds like, I don't know, it just sounds like an old job. It sounds like... Arthur Miller, Death of a Salesman. I'm a, you know, I don't know. Yeah, that it's enough. something that doesn't fit with our with the time now. But back then, just if you said you sold ladies' raincoats, it wouldn't be as weird. I don't know. I see what you're saying, though. <laughs> it sounds like a made-up thing. It does. I'm going to say that at parties now. If people ask what I do, I'll be like, well. Also, is it weird, raincoat. though, that Donna is already spending Christmas with Jack? Yeah, that was the other thing I was wondering. I mean, yeah. it's a little... I'm pretty sure they had their first date. What It was on Thanksgiving. Yeah. So, a month? It's a little weird. I like, we know. just don't have that much... Even if it was a month, but we had seen them together more. Right. I mean, he literally just asked her on a date right. last episode. So, yeah, it's it felt like they're felt jumping little, into the deep end. Quick. Yeah. The yeah. other thing is that President Bartlett says that John Paul, I still, every time I say his name, it doesn't sound right. He said that he's the best looking person he's ever seen in real life. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I know. Has he seen Dulé Hill? Because. <laughs> Rob Lowe? Like, you're like literally <laughs> surrounded by attractive people. So. Yeah. Ugh. Female I know, and Honestly, male. the Jean Paul thing really. Makes me not like Zoe very much. Also, I know yeah, I agree. But also, he's the president, so hasn't he met, like, dozens of, like, models and actresses and actors? Like, I'm, I'm confused by that. Anyway, it was just a random thing. It makes me not like her as much. And I did look up the line, and he says, he does say, it makes me want to kill her. Which is just way worse to me. He does? Yes, he says, it makes me want to kill her. I That's really just never... It never okay to say. Also, like she's the the daughter of the president. I that just really maybe that's me being yeah. super overreacting. But like, I, I just remember one time, I, me and my mom were watching this Dateline show like years and years ago, and this is how much it stuck with me. And and one of the key pieces of evidence in this court case was that somebody had said, I, "I'm going to kill you," and the the defense tried to argue that like that's just a thing you say, like oh, "I'm going to kill you." And, and me and my mom were, like, arguing about it. Like, it is a thing you say. It's not a thing you say. And I was arguing, yeah, it is. Like, I get mad at my brother or something. I say, I'm going to kill you. And then I'm like, maybe I don't really say it. Like, it's a very, <laughs> it's a very, like, it sounds like a joke. But to actually say it, it doesn't. I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm thinking about it too much. Hmm. It's no, but it's oh, never good. But I digress. No, yeah, it's never good to say that with a, a boyfriend or girlfriend. Especially, yeah, if Toby had heard <laughs> him say that, he would have had Jean Paul like tried for treason on the spot. Right. 
And the way he delivers it is like, sometimes I want to kill, like it genuinely sounds like, oh, I'm actually, you know, yeah. I'm royalty and I can have that done. Sometimes I want to kill him. Yeah, let me call point. a guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no thanks. I don't we like that. We should have been a drinking game for this podcast where every time I have to say I digress, <laughs> you take a shot <laughs> because it's a lot. And I really appreciate you guys listening to it. Are you all still there? Um, yeah. Just go watch Holy Night. It's such a great yeah. episode. I'll probably watch it again. Do very you have soon. an MVP? Oh, how am I supposed to do that? Uh, no, I really, it feels very evenly divided to me. Yeah, it's tough. What do I'm going to say Danny. Oh, God. Danny's my okay. MVP. He's so good yeah. at the reporting and the Santa Clausing. Go, Danny. <laughs> That's true. I agree. Uh, I, I won't vote for Danny. I'll just choose not to vote. Okay. Because I feel like it's pretty evenly split. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Next up is guns, not butter. <laughs> and I never, I never remember what's in that episode, even though the title is very striking. Yeah, I have no idea. But I'm sure other people do. Hey, if you guys have thoughts or feelings on this episode or anything else that's West Wing related, you can send them to us at thewestwingpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can hit us up on the Instagrams, Facebook, or Twitter at Winging It Pod. And we'll just, uh, we'll holler at you next step. Sun's not butter. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Have a great day. Bye, guys.